millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, vaccine doubts. Australia's peak medical body urging the nation to be realistic about when a jab will be available. Lockdown pressure, the push to scrap Melbourne's five-kilometre rule, while New South Wales businesses fight their own battle to ease restrictions. George Pell takes flight, the Cardinal now on his way back to Rome. And Duchess's defeat, Meghan Markle's latest setback in her battle against a UK newspaper. This is Seven News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The boss of Australia's peak medical body has cast doubt on a coronavirus vaccine being available in 2021. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra with the details. Good morning, Olivia. It could take many more months for a successful jab. Yeah, that is the reality check that we've been issued from the president of the Australian Medical Association. Now, the Prime Minister has repeatedly said that he is hopeful that a vaccine could be available in Australia as early as next year. But Dr Omar Korshid has warned, despite trials being in progress, that it's unlikely. It's really important that uh, we are realistic about the time it takes to get a vaccination through all of the many production issues, the testing issues, to, so that we can say to the Australian population it is safe. Yeah. The reality is that's going to take many, many more months and we think we wouldn't be surprised if it's even not next year. Now, the Prime Minister has flagged that Australians returning from overseas could be allowed to quarantine at home instead of in a hotel, though they may be tracked with an ankle bracelet or a police check-in app. The government now working on a more flexible approach in case we do have to live with this virus without a vaccine for some time. Jody. Hopefully not. OK, Olivia, thank you. Melbourne's tough five-kilometre radius rule is coming under increasing scrutiny this morning with calls for it to be scrapped. Victoria reported 10 infections yesterday, with the city's crucial rolling average falling fast, now below 20. The radius rule is not expected to be lifted until the third step of the COVID roadmap, despite cases falling. Some health experts say there's no medical reason it should exist. If you've got five or 700 cases a day, then you do need to restrict the movement of people much more than if you have five to ten cases. Meantime, the Premier is standing by three senior public servants under fire over their roles in the hotel quarantine fiasco. Daniel Andrews is waiting for the inquiry's final report but says he's confident all public servants are acting appropriately. 
In New South Wales, there's a renewed push to relax coronavirus rules to double the number of patrons allowed inside venues. Currently, a business, no matter the size, is only allowed one person per four square metres. Some industry groups want that to change to one person per two square metres to reflect current COVID cases. The state reported no community transmission for the fourth day in a row, with two returned travellers testing positive. Queensland is preparing to welcome 150,000 northern New South Wales residents when the border reopens this week, this week. There are warnings of lengthy delays at Gold Coast border checkpoints as restrictions ease. Police are now solely in charge of keeping watch for illegal travellers, with ADF personnel pulled out overnight. Troops have been deployed to help with hotel quarantine as the international arrival cap is increased and new hotels are used. Cardinal George Pell has left Australia for Rome three years after taking a leave of absence to fight child sex abuse charges. The 79-year-old flew out of Sydney last night and while there's been no confirmation on what he'll be doing there, it's understood the Cardinal is travelling on official government business for the Vatican. Government business is one of the few reasons an Australian can leave the country due to our border shutdown. The Cardinal had his conviction overturned in April after serving 13 months in prison. A major manhunt is underway in Sydney this morning over a coward attack on a stranger. Police have called it disgusting, unprovoked and callous. The victim suffering a fractured skull and possible brain damage. The smallest of bumps between strangers on the street, but this thug couldn't let it go, stalking a 60-year-old man and unleashing a coward's punch to the back of his head. The sickening smack on the pavement fractures his skull as the attacker runs off. He has punched him in the back of the head with such force that it's knocked him unconscious. There was nothing to break his fall. It could have quite easily been a murder inquiry. The shocking assault happened on busy Bay Street in Glebe on the 18th of September. Witnesses running to help using shirts and towels to stop the bleeding from a 25 centimetre gash on the victim's head. It is a low act, so it shouldn't be happening, especially in times like this. He spent almost a week in hospital and after exhausting ways of trying to identify the attacker, detectives now want public help people that do recognise him don't protect him because he does not belong on the streets, he belongs in the dock. And with such clear video, police don't think he'll be on the run much longer. Described as having an olive complexion aged in his 20s with a slim build and short beard. After hitting his head on the concrete, the victim can't remember anything that happened here that day. He's also waiting on the results of more medical tests to figure out whether or not he suffered permanent brain damage. He's afraid to go out at the moment. Uh, he's a local man, it's his local shops, and he should, no, he should never have been struck in the way that he was. An attack that will have lifelong consequences for both men. Andrew Denny, 7 News. The Duchess of Sussex has suffered a setback in her legal fight against a British newspaper. Meghan is suing the Mail on Sunday for publishing parts of a letter sent to her estranged father. The paper succeeded in amending its case, arguing the couple had cooperated with a biography about them, which was published in August. The tabloid proved Meghan had intended some private details to become public, including the contents of the letter. The matter is expected to go to trial. The Duchess of Cambridge has visited a scout group in West London to see how they've adapted during the pandemic. Kate made paper helicopters with children before roasting marshmallows on an open flame. She was given the highest honour, a Silver Wolf Award, and was also made joint president of the Scouts Association. 
A South Australian teenager is in shock after her new car was deliberately torched. The arson attack came dangerously close to her family home. They have no idea why she was targeted. Police are on the hunt for a person captured carrying a jerry can close by. The 17-year-old is still on her learner plates and never even had the chance to drive the vehicle. A young boy has been caught in the middle of magpie swooping season, attacked while on a scooter ride south of Sydney. You may have seen the video of the assault, which is now going viral online. Seven News tracked down the boy and his father to hear about their ordeal firsthand. A springtime stalker swoops and Mac Sherwood's scooter ride really gets going. The 10-year-old was menaced by the magpie near his Lake Illawarra home. The magpie's just coming at me, like swooping me. I'm just screaming the whole way down. Dad Wayne had been attacked moments earlier by the same bird. There's always one in every street. Hours later, Max returned to the same path to face his fear head on. I hear it! <laughs> Here he comes! The original video exploded on the internet. <laughs> it's now been viewed almost 10 million times. I'm famous. <laughs> the magpie swooping season is typically between August and November, so right now we're in the thick of it. But experts say for some unknown reason, only 10% of the magpie population attack and are less likely to swoop if people move in groups. So you can also wear sunglasses and hats and more or less just be aware of where our wild birds can be found around suburbia. I've never been scared of them because we have magpies in our tree out the front of our house that don't swoop. And are seemingly friendlier than this one. Natasha Squarey, 7 News. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before the pandemic, it's a safe bet not many of us knew too much about epidemiologists. Now, some are almost household names and it seems they've inspired a new generation to consider a career in public health. Never before has their work meant so much to so many people. People barely could say the word and, and the big joke amongst epidemiologists was that everyone would say, what's that? But the pandemic placed epidemiologists front and centre in the spotlight. Now there's been a rush of university enrolment inquiries from prospective students. Yeah, we're certainly seeing um, more interest than usual. Dr Gafar Hassan put her epidemiology studies on hold to work on the coronavirus frontline, looking forward to finishing her masters in a growing area of demand. Public health kind of has a bigger role now. More people are aware of it, so there are, probably will be more opportunities to work in that space. 
And it's not just attracting health professionals. Enrolments in Deakin University's undergraduate program have tripled. If you've got a good science background, a good natural disease detective brain. It's not long before Year 12 students can start submitting their university preferences. After living through a pandemic, many are expected to consider a career in public health. We're seeing um, more hits on the website as people start to think about what, what study they might do next year. Louisa Cheatley, 7 News. Deadly new wildfires are exploding across California, many burning so quickly crews are unable to get ahead of them. Flames have devoured homes and historic wineries in the Napa Valley region have been damaged with crops destroyed by the glass fire. It's one of more than 30 fires burning across the state. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is falling, the Nasdaq is as well. In London, the FTSE finished the day lower and Germany's DAX dropped. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher, Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords rose slightly and the ASX 200 closed flat. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,904 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 39 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.25 US cents, 75 Japanese yen and $1.08 New Zealand. A former Home and Away actor accused of bashing a female police officer is seeking to have his case heard under the Mental Health Act. 47-year-old Joel McElroy is accused of the assault in inner Sydney last October. His defence team says he suffers from Huntington's disease, a brain disorder that causes poor impulse control. They want him dealt with under a so-called Section 32 rather than criminal law. A magistrate will rule on the application today. Consumer watchdog the ACCC has issued an urgent safety warning for Toyota Corollas. 6,000 have been added to the compulsory recall list after a Takata passenger airbag in a 2004 model deployed last month injuring two passengers. Drivers are urged to check with Product Safety Australia for a list of affected Corolla models. New research has confirmed sleep apnea and Alzheimer's disease are linked due to identical signs of brain damage. The study led by RMIT University shows how both conditions start in the same part of the brain. Scientists have long suspected they were linked, but what causes the connection remains unclear. A crocodile thought to be responsible for multiple attacks on local dogs in Cairns has been spotted sunning itself at a popular tourist beach. Rangers are working to urgently capture and move the three-metre predator away from beachgoers. The first formal showdown between Donald Trump and Joe Biden is now just hours away, with the two facing off in a presidential debate later this morning. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. A lot at stake for both contenders here. Uh, morning, Jody. Yes, this is the first chance for both men to actually take that fight up to their opponent in person and to lay out their vision for America over the next four years in prime time. The President, Donald Trump, has just left the White House, bound for Cleveland, Ohio, of course. Plenty at stake now for President Donald Trump. He is still trailing his rival, Joe Biden, in a number of those battleground states. For Joe Biden, well, he has led a very small target campaign up until this point, so he certainly won't be wanting to put a foot wrong. Now, tonight's debate, it will be unlike any other. It will be in front of a very small crowd. The two men, they will face off from a socially distant vantage. There will be no handshakes at all. Tonight's topics, will they include the Trump and Biden records, the Supreme Court and 
particularly that nomination, race and violence in our cities. This is something that has become a major problem in recent months. The integrity of the election, something the president has been questioning. COVID-19, of course, and that response and the economy as well. And no doubt taxes will be raised at that point. Now, in the past few hours, how is this? The Trump campaign has actually made a formal request for Joe Biden to be swept of listening devices in his ears to ensure that he uh, isn't being fed lines during this debate. And that is a request that the Biden camp has refused. Instead, Joe Biden is now asking for breaks every 30 minutes during this 90-minute uh, debate, uh, which is now just under six hours away. Jody, Looking forward to it. OK, thanks, David. In sports news, freshly retired Port Adelaide veteran Jack Watts is facing serious charges after allegedly crashing into a car in Adelaide's west, then driving off. The accident occurred on September 20, just four days before Watts announced his retirement from the game. He'll appear in court at a later date. Police say nobody was injured. Melbourne Storm forward Max King is unlikely to play in the upcoming NRL series after copping a three-week ban from the judiciary overnight. The 23-year-old was placed on report for an ugly hip-drop tackle on Dragons prop Blake Laurie. And Bulldogs forward Luke Thompson will miss the first month of next season after being found guilty of an eye gouge against Penrith skipper James Tarmow. World number one Novak Djokovic has cruised through to the second round of the French Open in Paris, downing Mikhail Emer in straight sets. Djokovic won the first in just 20 minutes before going on to win 6-love, 6-2, 6-3. So Novak Djokovic moves to 32-1 and one on the season with an emphatic win. Djokovic is hoping to win an 18th Grand Slam title. Aussie star Elise Perry has re-injured her hamstring and will miss the remaining limited overs games against New Zealand. In the IPL, David Warner and Johnny Bairstow were limited to just 38 runs in the power play before Kane Williamson hit 41 off 26 to set a target of 162. Top-class batting from Kane Williamson. How his T20 batting has developed over the last two or three seasons. Rashid Khan starred with the ball for the Sunrisers, claiming three for 14 in their 15-run victory. It lifts them off the bottom of the ladder into sixth. A wolf cub is adjusting to life in her new temporary den after being abandoned by her mum in North Macedonia. The playful four-month-old was found extremely malnourished by hikers in the mountains and was taken in by a nearby zoo. Keepers plan on sending Aria to a reserve centre in England where she'll be with other rescued wolves. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low-pressure trough is causing thunderstorms in South Australia and the top end, while there's rain on the way for New South Wales and Victoria. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, 25 degrees the top, a late shower in Sydney heading for 22, showers in Canberra, 14 degrees, Melbourne, a possible shower and 19, cloudy in Hobart, 20, Adelaide, showers clearing and 18 degrees, mostly sunny in Perth heading for 22 and 34 and mostly sunny in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 30th of September.